Okay, babe, who do you need to be today to build that six, seven, eight-figure empire you want tomorrow? If you want the strategies, the skills, the secrets every female entrepreneur needs to stay inspired, lead like her highest self, and strategize her business for success, and if you want to hear real stories from powerhouse women on a mission to make an impact, how they have paved their own way to success, and discovered who they needed to be to get to every next level from plateau to prosperity, then get a copy and grab your notepad. You're in the right place. I'm Sarah Delane, and you're listening to the Lead Like Her podcast. Not just for women, but because of women. All right, here's the deal. We're gonna keep it short and sweet today because I wanna talk about being fake. I wanna talk about faking it till you make it. I wanna talk about the difference between your success self and your struggle self, because it's really just that simple. And what I first wanna say is, it's not something you could fake. You can't fake your higher self. You can't fake you being either in the energy of your higher self or not. That's not something that you can fake. It's already a version of you. It is not something outside that you need to go and achieve. It is a becoming, but it's not, you're not embodying somebody else. This need to fake it till you make it, this um, sort of subconscious setup that puts people, can, can put people in a competition and comparison mode between where they are now and where they want to be relative to what they see other people doing. There is always going to be somebody in your industry that is doing better than you, no matter what level that you're at. But when you're in competition and comparison with other people in your industry, what you're, what, what's usually subconsciously subliminally said is try to act like them, try to mimic them, who they are, the way that they think, right? Thinking that then that will get you to the same level. Now, on one hand, as a caveat, that can absolutely support you in your growth. I am a big fan of modeling. I'm a big fan of giving respect to people who have achieved greatness that you have the same desire to achieve. And yet there's a little voice in there of your struggle self, the one that's in conflict and true comparison to your success self, the version of you that you're becoming, that success version right? That's who you're truly in competition and comparison with. So, so here's the difference, right? If you're in that competition and comparison, it's like you're, you're putting yourself in this position of, oh, I have to be them. I have to act like them. I have to think like them. That activates more of your struggle self. It just automatically does because it's saying that you're not connecting with that authentic version of you. You're not connecting with the highest version of you. You're not connecting yet with your unique presence, right? In personal branding, we call that your X factor, right? In Hollywood, they used to call it the it factor. And you would either see the people who had it the X factor, or you would see people who just had skills and 
right? Education, experience, all of that. Or you would have the people that had both. And that's the difference is the people that had both, they had that knowledge, they had those strengths and understood where their signature gifts were. But then they also had an energy that was tapping in to the highest version of them. And it's magnetic and it cultivates greater relationships. You, you build stronger presence within yourself and you can build stronger presence with whether it's networking or just all of your relationships. And so it's really as simple as you have a struggle self and you have a success self. And if we just look at the comparison between those two, that's who you're in competition with. So the more that you can cultivate and listen to your unique success self, right? Self-doubt, uncertainty, all of that goes out the window. The whole purpose of a personal brand is to identify how you're unique compared to everybody else doing potentially the same thing in your industry. That's one of the number one reasons what it is. It's your unique essence combined with your unique strengths. Nobody else can match that. So there's no competition and comparison at that point. You're only, again, in competition or comparison with your success self, right? So when you kind of create that conflict, when that conflict takes place between your struggle self and your success self, it's kind of like you're hitting in all this gas, right? You're hitting the gas pedal in the car and you're hitting all this momentum and you keep going and going and going. And then all of a sudden your struggle self comes back up and it's like slamming on the brakes. And then you start getting like whiplash, right? And that bounce back and forth will stop your growth ultimately, right? Like that's a big fat duh. Thank you, Sarah. Like as if I couldn't tell if I'm hitting on the gas and I'm hitting on the brakes. So we want to move that out of the way. We want to get more into alignment with your success self and call it whatever you will, either give it a name. Oftentimes when I'm working with clients, it's like, okay, is that your six figure self? If that your, that's your goal, if you've already achieved six figures, is that your seven figure self? Is that your, I want five badass, amazing go-getter clients self? Like what is that self? It always, always comes down first and foremost, there's strategies, there's tactics, there's all of the marketing, all of that, that's absolutely necessary, but it always comes down to your relationship with you always. <laughs> and so when, when you're identifying that, it's like, who are they build out that character, build out, um, making a list of all the ways that you're unique, right? Technically, right? In the, in the wheel of defining your unique presence, there's eight key factors that define your unique presence, right? One most importantly is your strengths, your unique gifts that you have that match no one else, right? So it's your expertise, if you will, your skills, whatever your skills are. Nobody has skills like you. Even if you learn from the same teacher something, right? You would have your own way of filtering those through your own subconscious and you would then have your own way of delivering those, even if they're the same exact skills as somebody else. So that then also number two is like your energy. It is an energy. 
Your unique presence is all about the energy. And are you open and receiving? Are you magnetic? Are you allowing things to come in to you, through you, all around you? Are you open to new possibilities? Are you a yes perspective kind of person? Right? There's oftentimes, I hear so many times from clients like, yes, I want to be able to do this. And then at the same time, I kind of don't. Like, yes, I want to be able to be, you know, seen and elevate my online presence. And then at the same time, like, I kind of want to hide because I don't for whatever all the internal dialogue is, right? That's the inner conflict. That's your struggle self and your success self. Your success self doesn't have that inner conflict. They can see absolutely everything you need in your future. They can see exactly where you're going beyond your ego's limitations, right? We all have, we all have. So we want to be seen through the eyes of your success self name them. Who are they? And two key factors is that combination between the energy, your energy, and your skills. Again, there's eight, but those are some key factors, right? If you're on my Profitable Personal Brand Masterclass, you know all about that. Okay, so you want to be able to look at those. I mean, I remember... Oh, I remember being in the industry and competition and comparison in the entertainment industry, competition and comparison between girls, especially through the roof. There would even be sometimes, honestly, like sick games that like agents and managers, not bagging on anybody, but like they would kind of like pit girls against each other, right? Like that was the environment. And it took a lot to like hold your own ground and it took even more of an effort to not turn into one of those bitches that started looking at everybody else like, like they're a bunch of bitches. Just being real, like holding your, like being a good heart-centered person <laughs> is such a strength because everything, your work was on the line, right? The difference was they're a dime a dozen pretty girls with all, right, wanting the same gig all, some of them having really great skills, some of them questionable, <laughs> and then some of them having that X factor and the skills at the same time. But everybody was vying for the same position, if you will. So what it became so important to like have a clear, I'm gonna say heart set instead of mindset, like the things that you stand for, that you're not gonna look at anybody else like they're your competition, because again, you should only, you're only in competition with your success self, not anybody else. Those people end up just being the reflections of that inner aspect of you. That's all. So holding that like heart center on the, the heart set, like the mindset on how you view other people in your industry and staying clear that it doesn't, it doesn't shift your character, but then also recognizing like the other key factor is how are you unique? And sometimes we don't always want to, it's like, we think we're going to be egoic, right? I've said that before, right? We think, we think like, oh, what are, what are people going to think of me? If I can, you know, look at myself and be like, this is how I'm unique. And like fucking own it. Who cares? We have to, at some point, like your success self doesn't care about the judgments of what other people are going to think of you just hands down. That's only your struggle self saying that. That's only your struggle self saying that. Your success self does not have that conversation. They just don't. It's not even there, right? So how are you unique in all the ways that you are and owning your energy, 
fully owning it and embracing it unapologetically, not caring what anybody else is going to think, right? There's always going to be gossip. There's always going to be all of that stuff. Anybody who's gossiping or creating sort of that energy, I guarantee is battling with their struggle self. <laughs> they are not in the alignment with their success self. They just, they can't be. Because again, your success self doesn't even operate like that, right? So why is it that we need a personal brand? One, because you need to understand how you're unique. You need to fully own and know your energy. Making it profitable, I mean, that's a whole, like, to advance your career, your business, today's economy says that a personal brand, it's no longer like, oh, I might need that. <laughs> it's like, no, it's a, it's a required, it's an absolute requirement for you getting to the next level, career or online business. It's 100%. I was going to say 1000%, may as well be. It feels like an exaggeration, but it's kind of important. Right? I mean, it's how you gain respect. It's how you gain trust. Number one, it's how you build the relationships. So that's important for continuing long-term growth right? I mean, it's, it's your reputation and the, the, the currency of your business, right? So again, if you were in the profitable personal brand, you know, we covered three different pillars of what a profitable personal brand is, right? It's your persona, it's your presence, and then it's how to make it profitable, right? So knowing first your persona, that true, authentic, highest version of you, being in alignment with that, getting out of alignment with all of the other struggle selves that might be creating that conflict, that might be creating that, that inner competition, getting out of alignment with those, fully embodying your highest self. I like to call it your identity of success. That's just what I've named it, right? So that you can be in that full foundation of not just confidence, but self-assuredness right? Your self-assuredness of it's, it's ultimately where your presence stems from, right? And we'll get into presence, but I'm a big believer that, I mean, a lot of people talk about confidence and it is a confidence that you have once you're in alignment with that confidence comes as a byproduct of confidence. Isn't something that you step into first. It's not a thing that you achieve first. It's a thing that happens after you create that alignment or achieve whatever that goal is, then you get the confidence. And this is where I feel like there's a little bit of a backwards, conversa backwards conversation when it comes to that, because everybody's like, I'm going to help you build confidence. You build confidence by first aligning with your success self and then doing all of the things that you thought that you couldn't or thought that you wouldn't then you gain the confidence. It's the byproduct after. It doesn't come first, right? <laughs> it's the cart. It's, it's not the horse. <laughs> you can't put the cart before the horse, <laughs> right? And then second is your presence. This is everything external. This is like, make it pretty, make it luxury, make it like elevate it so that it really positions you as how you want to be seen. And it's then the energetics, right? Of then your persona, the energetic of your persona. 
It's all about the presentation of you. Because if you don't let people know what you believe in, what you stand for, who you are, your voice in the world, then goodness, they're going to be left up to their imagination. That's not always a great thing. <laughs> it can be, but not always a great thing, right? So it's how you show up in your circles, your, your networks, your, um, even online. And it's the experience that you cultivate and create with then the clients and customers that you then have or have a desire to achieve, right? And then finally, it's profitability. So that's all of the skills, the strategies, that's all the marketing. How are you going to, you know, um, monetize your personal brand in your industry, whatever that is, either online business or inside of your career, and then making it scalable, really working with like, I am such a nerd for brand archetypes and brand architecture. Those are the two things that I geek out on so much. I feel like I could probably say I'm an expert in that now, confidently, confidently say that. And that's a big part of what is in the profitable uh, personal brand masterclass. So if you don't, if you don't already know about that, there's going to be a link here for that. Um, but what I want to kind of always tie everything else or tie everything together in with is a couple questions that would be really good to be asking yourself right now. Keep it simple, right? <laughs> Sometimes I'm like four questions deep. Today, we're going to keep it really super simple. Who is the archetype of your success self? and define that success self. So who is the archetype that you need to be for your six-figure self? Who is the archetype that you need to be for getting your next five badass go-getter clients? What is that self? So name that self. And who is that archetype? Who is the archetype of your success self? And then number two, which archetype has been holding you back as your struggle self. Really good to know either who you're kind of being or who you were maybe in the hopefully recent past or who you would like to be in your very recent past. What is that archetype that has been holding you back? Name them too, get to know them. Again, it's always about relationships. Get to know that version of you so that then you can give it a little bit more love and also be like, cool, thank you, you got us this far. And now we need to create alignment with the highest version of us so we can have the success that we truly desire. It's your unique presence plus your energy. Those are just two of the eight, but those are kind of the really important two. So with those two questions, feel into that. Who is that version of you that you're fully stepping into that would get you those next whatever those goals are. That's always different for everybody. And of course, whether you have an online business or whether you have a career, but it always comes down to your personal brand and everybody has a personal brand, but is yours profitable? That's always a question. Thanks for listening to another episode of Lead Like Her podcast. I'm Sarah Delane. And if you want to learn more on how you can shatter your glass ceilings and skyrocket success with ease, visit my website at saradelane.com. There you can get instant access to my free guide, 
how to stop stumbling in your stilettos.